Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. On uh, HTC Daily, we went through Genesis 3, uh, known as the fall, um, and saw the consequences of sin entering uh, into the world. And what we saw was how sin affected everything, um, and it still affects everything. Um, so in terms of those different relationships, it damages our relationship up to God. Uh, we saw Adam and Eve hiding in the garden. Uh, it damages our relationship down to the world. Uh, we see in Genesis 3 how work's tough, how childbirth is tough. Uh, it damages our um, relationship into ourselves. There's all the discussion of shame and distress um, that Adam and Eve feel. And it damages our relationship across to others. There's disunity uh, between Adam and Eve. And the ultimate consequence, uh, you'll remember in Genesis 3 of sin, is that Adam and Eve, they are banished uh, from the Garden of Eden. So they're no longer in the presence of God. And so today and this week, we're sort of picking up the pace as we journey through Genesis this month. And so we're covering Genesis chapter 4 to chapter 11 uh, this week. Uh, so hold on to your hats, fasten your seatbelts. Uh, and uh, as we sort of pick up the pace, you might want to even um, at some point this week sort of take some time out and just read uh, chapters 4 to 11 of Genesis, because obviously we're not going to look at every single verse in all those chapters in five sessions of HTC Daily. But as you read it, as you read Genesis 4 to Genesis uh, 11, uh, you'll see it's full of outbursts of anger, of jealousy, of revenge, um, of violence. You name it, it's there. And it's all sort of leading to God's judgment of human sin in in two particular, I guess, low points in many ways um, of uh, the flood and the Tower of Babel. Um, so it is a sort of nice, happy week of HDC dailies. Um, uh, but let me uh, read the passage for today. Um, so this is Genesis 4. Adam and Eve just been kicked out of the garden. What happens next? And we're going to see it really, it really sets the tone, what happens next. Because if Genesis 3 was the first act of disobedience, taking the fruit from the tree, Genesis 4 is the first act of murder. Um, so Joe's going to stick it up on the screen, hopefully. Um, and uh, let's read Genesis 4, verses 1 to 12. Let me read it. It says, Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favour on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favour. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Uh, next slide, please, Joe. Thank you. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now, Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you're under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You'll be a restless wanderer on the earth. 
And uh, just before we get anywhere there, you, you'll see, you know, in that, in that whole bit, there's all those different ways that those four relationships are increasingly damaged uh, by sin. But probably the biggest question that you're all asking from that bit is why did the Lord not look with favour on Cain's offering when he looks with favour on Abel's? I mean, you know, it seems unfair that, that God does that. In fact, Joe, can you just keep that slide up? Actually, just I want to just refer back. Is that be right? Um, you've got there. There's Cain. Uh, Cain, we're told, is is working uh, on the soil. Uh, he's growing crops, um, and he brings an appropriate offering to his job. Uh, he brings an offering uh, of grain, and yet it's not deemed uh, to be favourable. What is going on? Is it? It's not that it can't just be. You know, God just fancied lamb and not porridge that day, and how you know, and he didn't tell anyone about it. What, what actually is going on? Well, look at verse six there at the top. Um, it, it, the Lord said to Cain, "Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Uh, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted?" Uh, so it says there, there is something that Cain has clearly done wrong. What is it that Cain has done wrong? Because God says, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But he hasn't done what's right. So, so what is it that's done wrong? It's difficult to tell from that passage, and you get scholars saying all sorts of things. But I think that the sort of the, the clearest answer is actually in the New Testament. And it comes in two places in the New Testament. The first place is in Hebrews 11, where, you know, it's a whole list of people by faith. And it says in that, that it says three times, Abel acted by faith. And uh, faith, uh, according to Hebrews 11, is, is an obedient response to God's word. So God seems to have revealed what sacrifice he desired and Cain was disobedient in his response. So they knew God had told them what was a right sacrifice and what was a wrong sacrifice. It wasn't just some sort of random thing. Uh, God had actually told them. And it seems it's the same th idea um, that God had told them what was an appropriate sacrifice and Cain just therefore ignored God. Uh, again, in 1 John 3, in 1 John 3, it talks about it. Um, and we'll see, him, uh, we're going to read out 1 John 3 in a second. But he, um, it, John there in 1 John 3 uses Cain as an illustration. And he says this, he says, why did Cain murder his brother? Uh, because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. So he's saying his actions before the murder in bringing a sacrifice were evil. So it seems like God had clearly said, this is an appropriate sacrifice, and Cain just ignored him. So two, two points I really want us to hold on to today. Uh, the first is to, uh, for us to see the essence of sin. The essence of sin is thinking that we know better than God. Uh, it's thinking we know better than God. It's putting ourselves in God's place, thinking that I know better. That's what we saw in Genesis 3. It's what we see in Genesis 4 with Cain, that Cain thinks he knows better than God in what's an appropriate sacrifice. And again, he thinks he knows better than God in how to deal with uh, the fact that, that uh, God doesn't like his um, sacrifice. If you look at verse 7, um, uh, God continues, If you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Um, God warns Cain, saying, watch out in your response, Cain. Um, and Cain, again, ignores it and thinks he knows better and kills his brother. So it's just a reminder, the essence of sin is thinking, I know better than God. That's what we have to think about all the time. Are we saying, actually, I know better than God on this? So that's the first thing. Let's see the essence of sin. And then the second thing is let's love one another. Uh, because in uh, 1 John 3, when uh, John talks about Cain, he's contrasting Cain and Christ. He's saying there are two ways we can choose each day uh, in terms of how we relate to each other. Uh, we can relate like Cain or we can relate uh, like Christ. And he's saying choose the way of Christ today. 
Let me just read uh, as I finish. I'm going to read uh, 1 John 3, just so you can hear how uh, John uses this um, illustration of are we like Cain or are we like Christ? Let me read it. 1 John 3, verse 11. Uh, For this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we've passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And uh, just in that bit, just that simple uh, thing, are we like Cain? Um, And anybody who hates a brother or sister is a murderer, says John. Uh, So it's not just if we've murdered, we're like Cain, but anyone who is hating a brother or sister is like Cain. Are we like Cain? Or are we like Christ who laid down his lives for others? And it was interesting right at the start, Joe was um, saying uh, Jesus is our friend that sticks closer than a brother. And um, that's the kind of um, brother or sister we want to be to other people that sticks closer to people uh, rather than the one Cain who is angry and then murdering. So let's love one another. Uh, Let's choose Christ's way rather than Cain's way today. Amen. Thanks, Diego. So today we are thanking God for being Lord over all, our Heavenly Father and the friend that sticks closer than a brother. And we're asking God to help us to overcome our weaknesses, to show us where we need to repent and to ask for his mercy and grace. And we are praying for those around us and ourselves, for opportunities to share the gospel with those who don't yet know Jesus, for ways to show his love to others and for us to experience more of his love, wisdom and truth. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to HTC Daily.